This is a Pocket Universe podcast in association with William M. Gaines Agent Incorporated. EC Comics presents The Vault of Horror. <laughs> So, we meet again, dear listeners. Welcome, welcome one and all to the Vault of Horror. Come on, sit a spell. No guts, no gory. <laughs> Once again, your humble Vault Keeper has decided to eschew the Vault. This time, for a nice relaxing fishing trip off the coast. Ooh, ooh, ooh. got a bite. a delightful spot to fish, where coincidentally, a rather brutal murder is taking place nearby. Meet Hank Rafferty, lighthouse keeper, recent inheritor of a family windfall. Good old Hank. Reliable Hank. <laughs> Dead Hank. <laughs> so-called loyal wife, Fiona, and her boyfriend, Bert. Safe to say, after Hank's parents left her out of the will, Fiona's relationship with the family took a bit of a dive. <laughs> Ready? lighthouse where this tale really begins one that I'd like to call the dead will return <laughs> Yeah, yeah. 
Let's do it together. Yeah. Get the torso again. All right. All right. You ready? Yeah. Careful. Ready? Steady. Steady. One. Two. Yeah. Oh. 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 Okay. <laughs> now can we go back? I'm getting a chill out here. <laughs> For what? It's not cold out. You know what I mean. Relax. Relax. We're going. We're going. Okay. Do we need to go over it again? He's away on a fishing trip. Give it 24 hours and then call the police. Mm -hmm. And in a couple more days, he'll wash ashore along the coast. And then when they find him, it's uh, just sorry. Sorry, Miss Rafferty. Poor guy hit his head on a rock and drowned. <laughs> so even the rock hit him? <laughs> password to his account and then we can get the hell out of here. <laughs> you think he'd share his internet passwords with you. I mean, you're his... Sorry, you were his wife. <laughs> Come on, you know how paranoid he was. Especially after he got all of mommy and daddy's money. Oh my god. Mm. <laughs> okay, so let's go find that backup list. You take the... Oh, uh, Bert, Bert, mm -hmm. Bert. Mm. Can't wait till morning. Oh yeah, sure. <laughs> mm. Sure, Come here. Mm. Oh, we're rid of him at last. <laughs> Two million dollars. Not the main house? Yes, he told me the lighthouse and not the main house. All right, all right, all right. Look, the list is somewhere in this dump. Let's just keep looking, okay? I'm gonna go look around outside of the foundation. Why wouldn't he put it outside? I don't know. Why wouldn't he put it inside? Maybe there's a shed. List of passwords, so no money, honey. And you think that Hank's body would have washed ashore by now, wouldn't you? What do you mean you haven't found him? Come in, come in, please. Mrs. 
Rafferty. The Coast Guard's been combing these waters for a week now. The chances of him Well, being... they're calling off the search, aren't they? Well, technically, it's been downgraded to uh, active search suspended pending further developments. Uh, yeah, they're calling off the search. They are? I'm really sorry, Mrs. Rafferty. <laughs> will you... Will you both excuse me? hate being the bearer of bad news, Mr. Uh... Oh, sorry, Burton Holloway. Right, she mentioned you were staying here. You're Hank's... Cousin. I'm his cousin. Yeah. Nice to meet you. Good to meet you, too. So how long are you here for? As long as she needs me. Right. Well, if we hear anything, we'll call you. Yeah. But as mm -hmm. I was about to tell Mrs. Rafferty, the chances uh, of him being found at uh -huh. this point are... You know. Yeah. So, understood. You have a good afternoon. Yeah. You too. Are you okay? No. No, I'm not. The currents couldn't have taken him that far out, so where the hell is he? Honey, he's gone. This is a good thing. How suspicious was he? Come on, Dick Tracy getting suspicious? Well, he wasn't the most genial person, if that's what but you're talking Meaning it's only a matter of time before he puts two and two together. My husband's gone. You're here. No body and a big, fat inheritance. So all the more reason to really look and find that damn list of passwords. We have looked. We have looked all over So we look again. It's got to be around here somewhere, right? Bert! How about you do another check of the lighthouse, and I'll try the shed down at the beach. The shed? Well, we never really looked there, did we? Yeah, because that thing's full of crap and the waves. Oh, God. Fee! The lighthouse! Just, just don't look at him. No, he's hardly recognizable. Calm down. Deep, deep breaths, okay? It's, it's, that's it. No! What? What are we gonna do? I mean, we can't tell the cops his body washed up here. God, no, 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 we can't, we can't. We, oh. Well, well, we got no choice. We've got to, we've got to dump it back in the ocean. What? Well, you heard me. We've got to dump it back. We need some gloves and garbage bags. We'll drive over to Mariner's Point tonight and throw him off. That's far enough away, and the current there is bound to carry him out to sea. Yeah, yeah, yeah that'll work. Yeah, of course it'll work. Come on, now, gloves and, and garbage bags. They're in the shed, all right? Let's go. So the two of them drive to a spot high above the roaring sea and fling Hank's remains off the cliff. Turning to wait for the news, where they wait, and wait, <laughs> and wait. Still nothing? I'm 
afraid not, Mrs. Rafferty. Mind you, the Coast Guard never officially gives up until they find a body, but... Yes, all right. We're very sorry for your loss, ma'am. I understand. You've been very kind. Goodbye. Bye, ma'am. Son of a... Oh. Hey. I can't stand this. I can't stand it any longer. This waiting's driving me insane. Yeah, driving you insane. Hey, you don't like it? You can always leave. Look, we're... We're not going to get anywhere by fighting, so what say we give the lighthouse one more oh, go over? Oh, God! Money, money, and money! Is that all you can think about? Uh, yeah. He's still out there, and that doesn't bother you? Of course it bothers me, but what am I supposed to do about it? You know what? I'm going to get out of here. How about I go to the market and pick up something special for dinner? <sighs> yeah, fine. Just watch the roads. They're probably slick from the rain. Yep, uh-huh, okay. got to get him out of here and make sure someone finds him this time. No, he's not washing up, so, so to find him, they got to, uh, Falmouth. That's it, Falmouth. I'll drive up coast to Falmouth, and this time, instead of throwing his body into the sea, I'm just going to leave it up on the beach like it washed up there. Somebody will find him, call the cops, and we're in the clear. Bert, there's a storm coming, a bad one. Even better, it'll look like the storm washed him yeah, Bert. up. Bert! It's not supposed to get bad before late tonight. I'll make it back in plenty of time. Yeah, yeah, all right. Gloves and garbage bags, I need gloves and garbage. And so that night, Bert drives to Falmouth, north of their deserted lighthouse and leaves the body on the beach of some poor morning jogger to find. Just as the storm hits land a little earlier than expected. What do you mean I can't get through? Sir, we got down power lines, down trees. I never seen a mess this bad. How long is it going to take before it's cleared up? In this storm, it ain't happening anytime soon. Fine. Fine, I'll just go back. Look, roads are a mess in the other direction as well. Best thing I can tell you is stay with your car, or maybe hit the diner nearby while they still got power, because nobody's going anywhere right now. Roads are just too dangerous. And no cell service. That's just great. All right, where's that diner again? Okay, well, okay, just, just right down there. Pick up the phone. The storm making landfall several hours All right, ago as soon as you get this, or 
any of the other messages, call me, okay? Okay, bye. Sorry I couldn't call you. I only just got reception out here. You okay? Uh, wait, where are you? Driving home from freaking Falmouth. Falmouth? Yeah, I was stuck at a diner for like five hours. The weather was so bad. No one could go anywhere until they cleared the roads. Where are you at? The, the lighthouse. Bert, did you dump Hank's body? I did, but... Hey, I just drove by the beach because of the detours, and wouldn't you know it, the damn storm pulled the body out to sea again. Oh, God. Listen, I'm almost there, but this rain's really... Oh, God. V, are you all right? Oh, God. V, what the... Next morning, when the police come to investigate why the light is out. Both dead? But not a mark on them, except for all this seaweed. Seaweed? Covered in seaweed, head to toe. Wait, hang on. What is it? Yeah, on the beach. It looks like another stiff. Rafferty's the gift that keeps on giving, isn't he? <laughs> oh, and by the way, if you're interested, that list of passwords, 
it was in a money belt on Hank's person the whole time. Only now, it's all soaked and rotted. Just like good old Hank. And now, dear listener, there comes a story that raises more questions than answers. Listen, as a once splendid mansion burns into cinder and ash. Disaster, generations in the making. With it, a terrible legacy. From where does this terror come, you ask? What shadowy dwellers would dare continue to live in such a place, knowing full well that they were under the curse of Hartley Heath? <laughs> Quagmiring minds want to know. <laughs> November Eve in 1820, somewhere in the English moors, one Clayton Harkley, master of the House of Harkley, voices a proclamation after being shot by his villainous brother, declaring that, I am resigned to my fate. <laughs> Family, friends, let it be known in perpetuity that I, Clayton Harkley, your brother, cousin, uncle, and friend, having been mortally wounded by my twin brother for my fortune. <laughs> I can do nothing to prevent my hard-earned wealth from becoming his. But mark my words to the gods, this fortune passes from my doomed hands with the most hideous curse upon it. May my wealth corrupt and infest each succeeding generation until this heritage of hate and murder blots out your family and the world knows no more of the vile 
And with those words, his beloved sister took revenge on their heartless brother, sealing their fate. There will be no redemption for us. Wait, wait a moment. What, what are you doing? Put that down. None whatsoever. Still in a bit of shock. Still trying to figure out how the Harkley family made it to America. Oh my lord, is that it? Mm, Harkley House. What's left of it anyway? What was it? What was what? Whatever took this place out. Fire? Flooding? I mean, this can't be from neglect. Well, we know very little about what happened. Beyond questions of ownership, holding up development of this land for 30 years. I've heard stories. None of them good. That's your opinion, sweetie. <laughs> well, there may be stories, but there's only one that matters here, and I'll do the telling. <clears throat> Caroline's grandmother leaves England in the 1940s, leaving behind her estranged father Roger, his tight purse strings, and three Harkley cousins. They're civil. I don't feel well, Uncle. Do you mind if I take some of your pain medication? Charles. I'm telling you, Uncle Watcher, I can handle the family accounts while you recuperate. And finally, Edna. We should go. Uncle Roger needs to sleep. Charles, Edna, and Sybil, none of whom believed in their great-grandfather's curse. He needs to sleep all right. Forever. <laughs> Care to see the curse in action? <laughs> I appreciate you all being here. I hope each of you knows I love you as if you were my own children. We know. We think of you like we do our own father. And we'll be just as glad when you're gone. Oh, shh. Well, what's that, Charlie? My hearing, you know. Uh, nothing, Uncle Roger. I, I just coughed. It's rather cold in here. It's also late. Why don't we all turn in? Why don't we just smother you with a pillow and get it a little louder? Charles, maybe he'll hear you next time. Let me help you up. <laughs> Thank you, dear. Um, maybe the Harkley curse is over. I feel a burdensome weight has been lifted since I decided to donate the bulk of my fortune to charity. Really? What? I, I, I thought I had told you. No, you did not. Oh, dear. <laughs> Forgive me. Well, best to come out with it. Yes, while in hospital, I, I took a long look back on my life. Realized I made some terrible decisions. Disinheriting my daughter over marrying that yank being the worst. Thus, I have made the decision to give the bulk of my estate to charitable organizations. Oh. And I am putting my daughter back in the will. Uh, well, that's 
great mm. news, <laughs> Uncle Roger. Yes, swell. What about us? Well, you'll all receive something. <laughs> Don't worry. My attorney will be coming Thursday to amend the will. Oh, goodness. I can barely keep my eyes open. We'll discuss this further tomorrow, but... No need, Uncle Roger. You said it all, and we certainly can't let <gasps> that happen. What's that, Charles? <gasps> Charles! Oh, dear. Uncle Roger took a stumble down the stairs. How tragic. What? Damn it, Charles, we were going to wait till he was asleep. Couldn't wait that long. You heard him. Give it away. Don't know about you, but I'm not waiting 20 years for bloody peanuts. No. Sybil, help me move the body. Then I'll call the authorities. But, but... Don't be such a wallflower, Edna. Put your hands on the old man and push him. Edna, do it. He's ridiculously heavy. Sorry, Uncle Roger. Wait, 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 wait. He's not going to be needing these painkillers anymore. Come on, Sybil. Push the foot of the stairs. Let's go. like half a foot of snow. Well, good thing too. It makes everything so much nicer. The grounds are... The grounds are what? They look worse than ever. The front gate's about to fall off. This place is coming undone. Oh, God, you're not going to start in on the curse, are you? Well... Enjoy. We'll build the place up again. We've got the mansion and the legacy wealth that keeps growing year after year after year. I've got it! Well, I will admit, I thought I'd be rich by my second or third husband by now, but I'll take it. <laughs> oh, who on earth could that be at this hour? Couldn't be the authorities again. Probably more condolences. I'll get rid of them. Right this way. Uh, Charles, Sybil, you know Melvin Farnsworth, Uncle Roger's attorney? Uh, <laughs> yes, of course. Yes, good evening. Good evening, good evening. I'm so sorry for your loss. I know that this is an hour of much sorrow for you, so I felt it best to wait a few days before. We appreciate your dropping by, but we're not really up to any company right now, Mr. Farnsworth. Well, I'm actually here with the will, but if this isn't a good time... Well, though your Uncle Roger had apparently wished to make some amendments to his will, mm -hmm. it must be read as is. If there are no objections, we will proceed. By all means. I, Roger Harkley, being of sound mind and of legal age, declare this to be my last will and testament. That all of my debts and expenses from my illness, funeral, and burial be paid as soon after my death as may be reasonably convenient. No bond shall be required of any fiduciary serving hereunder, whether or not specifically named in this will. And now, I do give and bequeath all 
of my holdings, stocks, bonds, personal effects, and tangible personal property, including Harkley House, to my niece, Sybil. Sybil? And only Sybil. In witness whereof I sign, seal, publish, and declare this instrument to be my last will and testament. So written this day, April 19, 1948. And signed by Roger Harkley. Unfortunately, my dear, there's no point in speculating. So I will leave you to your morning. And Sybil, I'll expect you in my office sometime next week to commence with the transfer. Say, next Friday, 2 p.m.? Of course, that would be fine. Thank you. Unfortunately, I must dash. I'll see myself out. Again, my condolences to you all. Thank you, Mr. Farnsworth. Goodbye. Yes, good evening, Mr. Farnsworth. Good evening, all. I wonder how much he makes, you know, for delivering bad news. Good question. Don't look at me that way. Don't you dare look at me like that. I didn't know he was going to make me his only heir. Edna, you have to believe me. I'll share the money. We're all rich. All three of us. Of course, Sibyl. We understand. We don't think you spent all that extra time with him at the hospital for any reason in particular. Come on. Look, come next Friday, I'll have Farnsworth draw up a contract that splits the money three ways. We're all set for life. I know you will. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long couple of days. Let's all go and have a couple. What's the... It's the oak tree. Over 120 years old and it just died. Oh, Christ. Oh, no. They don't believe me. I can see it in their eyes. They're going to kill me. How can we? There's no turning back now. It's not her money and we certainly can't trust her to do what she says. Well, I suppose... Sibyl's out of her mind half the time on one drug or another. She'll just squander it away, and then where will we be? Uh, Where did you get morphine, hypodermic needle, two can play at stealing from a hospital? We're just going to help bring about the natural order of things. All right, all right. We'll do it while she's asleep. If it were done, when it is done, then... Well, well, it was done quickly. Edna, dear, do shut up. Uh, All right. They're coming to get me. Especially Charles. Edna's so weak-willed, she'll do whatever he says. But they don't know that I have this. Sybil! 
It's done. She's dead. Or as close to it as you need for our purposes. So, what are we going to do with her? We'll dump her in the vaults tonight, and tomorrow no. we'll leave her grief-stricken body out on the moors. So she went mad after Uncle Roger's death. What a panic! Now the money is ours, uh, yes. mine, and yours. Why are you looking at me? What is it? Good. We're just fine. Grab her feet. But, 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 but what now? Couldn't we just take her to the moors now? I don't want her in this house. Bloody hell! Are you fine? You drag her outside. Oh, me, what? Charles. I'm getting a doing. Oh no! Don't leave me. <laughs> Oh, could, could this house get any colder? Another drink, I think. Splash of this, splash of that. It's done. She's in the moors. Have something to drink, Edna. Support to take the no, edge off. No, no, no. I can't. I left her outside, but she's here, Charles. She's haunting us. <laughs> Already? She's not even cold yet. We're never going to get away with this. Mm. <laughs> what are you talking about? We already have. I can hear her. She's coming to get us. Stop <laughs> babbling, you wretch. That's the wheel banging the shutter. No, it's the curse. Don't... Don't you hear that noise? <laughs> Listen to you, trembling over a dead woman, deathly afraid of a ghost. <laughs> you should be more afraid of me. <laughs> that should warm the cockles of our hearts. The fire's out of control now, you fool. You sniveling coward. You don't deserve that money. Oh, don't. Don't do this. We'll each have another. You can't get it from me. Don't go yet! 
Sybil. Have a drink, Edna. No, you're dead. I know you're dead. Get away from me. The fire's out of control. And I'm trapped. I'm trapped. Where are you? Right behind you. Sybil. I'm not dead, but I am going to kill you. How? You didn't give me any more morphine than I'd ever given myself. You're dead. You hear me? You're dead. You with the wrong team. Leave me alone. Whatever the truth is, the reasoning is still the same. They let their greed get the best of them. So, what do you want to do with it? Well, moralizing aside, I'm pretty sure my husband and I could get a good price for this land. But I've got a better idea. Rebuild Harkley House? Well, not the entire house, just a part of it. The rest of the land will make a great backyard. Oh, I can see the tree fort already. Forgot to ask. How many months are you? Five months. Twins, can you believe it? They're going to have a far better life than I had. And that means a nice house and... Oh! Caroline, what is it? You're right. The twins? Oh, they... They kicked. What? At the same time? More than that. It's like they were kicking each other. They're going to have a better life than she had with the curse of Hartley Heath. <laughs> Those fetuses are fighting already, and there's really not a lot of womb in there for that sort of thing. <laughs> Join me next time when someone in the vault says, I need another cadaver. <laughs> Peace! <laughs>
The Dead Will Return was adapted by Lance Roger Axt from the story by Al Feldstein and featured the voices of Brent Ascari, Barry Dahl, William Dufries, Christine Marshall, Casey Turner, and Jonathan Woodward. The Curse of Harkley Heath was adapted by Butch D'Ambrosio from the story by Gardner Fox, Harry Harrison, and Wally Wood and featured the voices of Joseph Bearer, Moira Driscoll, Emily Groats, Paul Hodgson, Charlie Marenghi, Lisa Muller-Jones, and Marjolyn Whittlesey and starring Kevin Grievous as the Vault Keeper. Recorded at Mind's Eye Productions, Maine, and Invisible Studios, Los Angeles. Sound design by David Chen and Carlos Rodriguez Sound, and O'Shea Creative Media. Original music by Frankie Schulmeyer. Special thanks to Claire Kramer, David Uslin, Michael Uslin, Liz Galati, and Robert Southgate. EC Comics presents The Vault of Horror as a Pocket Universe podcast directed by William Dufries. Production copyright 2019 by William M. Gaines Agent Incorporated. All rights reserved. We're Pocket Plot on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, www.pocketuniverseproductions.com and www.eccomics.com.